0: Kyoda Stefano, welcome back to Under the Fada Key. I'm Anatola.
1: I'm Tahu, and today we're talking about neurodivergent.
0: Neurodivergent.
1: Or oh, neurodivergency. Is that a word? No. Oh, no we're gonna no. learn. We're
0: gonna learn. Ta-
1: <laughs> we'll take it for a word for yeah. now. You, um, um, with our friend Niall. koe Could you please give our audience just a quick hello, who you are, what you do? Uh
2: kia ora, Um I'm Niall. Um I was born and raised in Hawaii, um, and I am from here, not to put it on my mom's side, and um, Scottish and Irish on my dad's, and yeah. I am a poet, and also somebody who really cares about neurodivergence, so i happy to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to learn about this. Neurodivergence. Divergence. Yeah, yeah. Got you. Okay. (laughs) neurodivergency. Divergency. Here we go. Making it like agency. Yeah, 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 there we (laughs) go. Okay, cool. So to kind of warm up the space, we do an icebreaker. And basically I would say a statement. And it is a yeah, nah, or nah, yeah response. And judgment is always allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. (laughs) Always possible. Okay, cool. So this is the yeah, nah, nah, yeah. Picking a wedgie in public. Yeah, nah, or nah, yeah? Thoughts?
2: Mm. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I would... Nah, yeah? Nah, nah, yeah. Mm. Discreetly, nah, yeah. Discreetly, yeah. Nah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you feel weirded out if you saw someone doing that?
2: Mm. (laughs) No. You gotta take care of it, so I support that. Do what you gotta do. It's all good. I love no it. No shame.
1: Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Your thoughts? I'm um, yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm firm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just, anytime. Anytime up. you want. Yeah. Uh, feels... Honestly, I bet you, you could make a Tahoe Picking Us Wedgie. Um,
0: <laughs> compilation. Back.
1: Yeah, compilation on our show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just be like sitting here like, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> I love it.
0: Nah, I'm a, I'm a nah year too. Like, if something's up your butt and something's up your front, like get your life. Like, yeah, gotta sort it. Get comfortable. Yeah. Like, it's of no back. Like, it's just no stress of mine. I'm yeah. like, yeah. Also, undies are so uncomfortable. Yeah. Oi, I'm all about just living your best life. Just do what feels right for you. Oh. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm for
1: it. Jokes, I'm a no <laughs> Gross. <You're> disgusting people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jokes. Alright. So um, we move on to the pop quiz to see how much we actually know about um, neurodivergence. Neuro- mm. Yeah, which is honestly, as you know, I didn't even know what how you would say No, neuro- neither
2: divergence.
1: did I. Yeah. So, yes, that's the game. You read us our questions and we'll try and answer it the best we can.
2: Okay, so Bye. I have four. Um, and then two of them are yes or no's. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So first one, what is the difference between neurodivergence and neurotypical? (sighs) What do y'all
0: think? Oh, shoot. (laughs) What's the difference between neurodivergence and neurotypical. Mm. So I know these are, this sounds so bad, but the Atypical show on Netflix, I'm trying to think if they mentioned that in there. They didn't, I don't think. I don't think. Um. I'm ready. Kay.
1: When you are. Yeah,
0: we are. You know when you're completely blank? Oh uh, like No,
1: I don't know. Shut up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shut up. Like... <laughs> Harry, up. <laughs> Harry, up. take your time.
0: <laughs> I feel like wait, 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 okay. <laughs> I don't know. You go first then.
1: Okay, I went, um I did not know mm. at all. So I just went with Born With or Developed Later. Ooh.
0: That's okay. a good, fair that's a good one. I just
2: said behavior
1: differences. Yeah. That's why you
2: take your time. Okay, yes. (laughs) Yeah, so neurotypical would be people who act and behave in ways that society has called normal. Right. right? And then neurodivergent is those of us who act and behave in ways that are not considered that way. Right. right so it's yeah behavioral differences di- right so an example
0: of a near of neurotypical a neurotyp- and neurodivergence what's an d- example so of those so like i'll try to put it in a box
2: but no yeah, yeah. An example. yeah. um so mm-hmm. i would say a pretty standard one is neurotypical people have a pretty easy time most of the time with following instructions if you give them something they can pretty easily follow it and then neurodivergent people depending on where you are um Mm. within that they need things explained to them a little bit more they need more accommodation and that's not seen as a normal thing right Right. society's like you should just get this yeah yeah so that's like one example i'd say got
0: you okay Mm. thank you yeah
1: that's one main, just by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that's laughs> <good>. Neurotypical <laughs> cool. neurodivergent.
2: Cool. All right, so here's a yes or no. Um, is being neurodivergent the same as having a disability, do you think? Oh, um.
0: Ah.
1: The a yes or no?
0: I know! Is it a... Yes. No. No.
2: So, yeah, I would say it's not the same, but it can be dependent on a person, right? There are some people who have neurodivergencies that they would consider a disability, yeah. or things that are, they have that on top of things that are disabilities. Right. And then some of us just don't feel comfortable with that. Right. Um. But I would say, are they the same all the time across the board? No. Right. It depends on the person. There's a spectrum, right? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Right. OK. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not to make a lot of these things, but I just love winning. I
2: just <laughs> 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 We get so competitive. <laughs> <laughs> game. Okay. This is amazing. <laughs> 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 okay. 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 Um, second to last, so what specific Or what (coughs) kinds of neurodivergence do y'all know, if you know any?
1: Nice. I'm not sure. Oh,
2: good.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, everything's a spectrum, right? Hmm. I think those are the only three that I think I know. (laughs) Okay,
1: those, I'm pretty Mm. sure.
0: Yeah. Okay, I said autism spectrum, Asperger's spectrum and
2: ADHD spectrum. Yeah.
1: Nice, I said Tourette's, um, autistic, schizophrenic, ADHD and bipolar.
2: Nice, yeah 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 you guys got like a great range of stuff <laughs> yeah <clears throat> there everybody wins <laughs> so wait so
0: bipolar so. and schizophrenia are also n- neurodivergent
2: i would con- yeah um okay schizophrenia i think some people would consider themselves neurodivergent within that um bipolar i know f- for sure is one adhd definitely <clears throat> i think the top or the ones that people most commonly can identify are ADHD, ADD, autism and Tourette's. Um, those are really common ones too. Gotcha. Um, but <coughs> yeah. Um but yeah, it's a spectrum. There's so many things within that. But those are all really great ones. Cool. Wow, I learned that. I didn't know that, um
0: bipolar and but it just shows you like how people identify themselves, right, mm-hmm. and how people experience that. Mm. It's listening to them and going by that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Would you consider um, mm. <coughs> neurodivergent to be more of a community? Like, is that something you claim as part of your identity more than your diagnosis, your neurodivergent?
2: So that's actually really great because that was going to be my last question. <laughs> And so I was gonna ask, yeah, we'll go into that from there if that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last question would be: Do you think neurodivergence is a medical term? Right. Yeah. And that's just a yes or no.
1: What do you guys think it is? I've gone no. She's gone yes.
2: I feel like because it
0: is, oh,
1: like, do you, you correct me if I'm wrong? Which I might be. <laughs> I probably am. Only because the way you've been talking about is like you ch- like it's. Um, I'm not sure if they'd identify as neurodivergent.
2: Yeah, so neurodivergence isn't a medical term. Um, but it's, a, yeah, it's something like when you brought up the question about community, right. it's something neurodivergent people, we've created the label for ourselves oh, because right. otherwise, you know, <coughs> we're called abnormal, right. right? And we're kind of made to feel like we're outside of normal. Yeah. So no medical person Said this. Like no, the community. The
1: community did. Wow. Yeah. So it is a community. <laughs> but also, but also, look, no, that is a very cool, cool way of looking at. It. Cause yeah, I, I love that. things like intellectual disability. Mm. Um, I I have a very close friend who has Tourette's, mm. and he he um, talks about being neurodivergent, and I never listen to him. I haven't mm-hmm. li- like I haven't talked thoroughly about it with him and um. Yeah, now I can actually say, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just like another thing. Is it that Uncle he... Tix? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Uncle Tex, yeah. Which well, is, he's cool.
0: Shut up. Yeah,
1: name. chair of the party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's he's <coughs> honestly the only person I'd ever met with Tourette. So <coughs> it was like something we all got to learn about it from him. And um, he was on a show where it just showed the spectrum <coughs> of... Um, how, how different Tourette's can be yeah. experienced by um, different people. Mm. There were some people that couldn't get out of bed because their tick was to slide yes. down again right. versus his, where he can have really calm days where nothing's happening and he's pretty chill about it. And then other days where he's really anxious and he's mm. ticking more. Ticking yeah, <laughs> so it's like, it's just understanding with all of those, and, people who are neurodivergent, there's a whole spectrum of where which end you can be on as well. eh? Yeah,
2: Yeah. and I feel like that's why the term is so good. And why I'm so happy it was developed is because you just kind of put a blanket term on something and it makes it seem like everyone has that same thing when really there's just, yeah, a spectrum. People with Tourette's, they can operate in so many different ways. Same with ADHD and OCD, which is what I have. Um, Some people have really difficult times on a daily basis with both or either. And then other people learn how to, you know, get through without much problem. You know, and then there's people within like the middle and then just some days are worse than others. It really Mm. is just about divergence. It's everybody's different, even if we have those kind of things in common, everybody is still different in how they handle it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like mean,
1: the name, me
2: too. And I think so like, it, especially much. since I now
0: know that the community decided that name. Do mm, yeah. you know what I mean? That makes it feel, I don't know, safer, yeah. Yeah. like more yeah. respectful. Yeah. That, that the community that, that, that people belong to got to decide how they wish to identify as Rather than some like old white dude in a coat.
2: Yeah, we don't need that. No. From the we the 1900s. Like, no. like, let me just label this yeah, as, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, like you would know. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like you would know. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Which circle do you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in no, a box. I've got one option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. And imagine the names that they would come up
2: with. Mm. Yeah. I think all communities should reclaim that. Mm. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, Certainly with neurodivergence, but like definitely across all communities and identities, like we should be able to determine how we feel about something, how we want to be looked at and what we want to be called definitely. And especially when it comes to things like neurodivergence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Can I ask, what's your experience of neurodivergence?
2: So, um, like I said, I have, ADHD and OCD. So um, attention deficit, hyperactive disorder, and obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, I've had ADHD since I was a kid. Um, That's something I've kind of learned to just live with. Um, But that can be, that mainly affects attention. Um, So I can struggle to focus a lot of the time. Mm. But I do, part of that, you have to learn how to come up with ways to figure out how to focus yeah um so that's been something i've lived with and then ocd um for folks maybe who don't know a lot about ocd um you have to it's it's kind of a thing where um you deal with intrusive thoughts Um, that can come from trauma that can come from many places and what happens is the discomfort um, is something that you try to get rid of through rituals and um, through routines. Oh. And so that is something that I live with as well. Um, I've learned throughout the years to manage it. Um, it began in my like early 20s, but uh, there are people who have it a lot more severe. Mm. Um, thankfully, I've managed to have good routines that everyone should have just in regards to daily stuff. Mm. But... Um, it used to be a lot harder where there were certain things that I felt like I had to do or else disastrous things would happen. Mm. Yeah, so it's a daily thing I live with. It's not easy all the time, but um, throughout the years with therapy and with friends, you learn how to manage. So, yeah.
1: Beautiful. I like how you described um, OCD because dealing with trauma and um, having that compulsion to deal with it uh, through rituals yeah. and whatever it is, my dad, like he actually has OCD as well. He hasn't been diagnosed, but he, I know, he's got it where it, it'll throw his whole world out of whack. Mm. Yeah, um, with with cleanliness, with like mm. things in the right places. Yeah, and it's probably because like you know from ever getting hidings for not putting things in the right in places. Right places. And, Things not yeah, but he's a fella I know that is growing up like our house. If you ever come to our house, it's spotless, like mm. ridiculous spotless. And if he's coming to my house from um, from his place now, like it'll be an actual fear of mine. <laughs> like mm. we're here. I'm like, like, oh, oh. Yeah, is that scrub a blade of grass? Is me? that a thing? Like we we're, we're pretty good all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. But like. Uh, yeah, I didn't ever make it tick with dad around why he had to be like that, where it, like, like, lose his shit, lost his shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's probably around the dealing with trauma. Mm. Right.
2: Yeah, it's definitely, we just kind of, with early experiences, with, yeah, definitely trauma, but it could be a lot of, you know, sources too. Mm. But, um, yeah, you don't want to live in that. You want to allay it. And diminish it coming around so you're like let me create something that will get rid of it it doesn't get rid of it necessarily but you tell yourself that this will help it somewhat um and then yeah that's why obsessive compulsive is in there because you are just like it's a compulsion i can't stop thinking about how to make it you know go away
1: so yeah i'm sitting
2: here thinking about like what you've shared and what you've shared about
0: ocd because i remember growing up and like people would often throw that if you were like compulsive about anything but not compulsive but you'd just be like oh having it in a certain way people are like oh you got ocd yeah. You're, like and they would flippantly flow that throw that around um and like now thinking back i'm like oh that's actually really harmful and really damaging for people because it also boxes people in because i i remember i've always been a really hyperactive kid Um, And I remember I was in primary and one of my teachers thought I was like I had ADHD Mm -hmm. and I remember being a kid and being like, oh, so something's wrong with me. Like that was my thought processes. I'm just like a fidgety person. I'm like a really like, Mm. hi guys, it's (laughs) hi, how's it going? (laughs) Um, And that's how I was as a kid. And like now thinking back, like. Anytime someone shows something different, like we kind of want to box them into like what we think is that. And like the harm of how many kids have been told, like, oh, you must have ADHD because of this one thing, Mm. which in my head as a kid, I thought if you were hypo, then you must have ADHD. But actually, it's so much more complex and Mm. so much more layered than that, right? Yeah,
2: no, it is. And I think like while we may be able to like, see certain things in kids or people that look like something i think yeah. the the most important thing when it comes to that is just like talking to that person throughout oh. it and then maybe arriving at that together right. but when you just label off the bat totally you know and then you kind of don't do anything else from there and you don't allow for you know the like maybe specific ways that they have like deal with that thing then yeah you just box them in you don't allow for any expansion you don't allow for any growth and it's like everybody is different and we need to be open to that um even if they have that specific form of neurodivergence they may be different with it and we just need to be open to that and talk to them throughout the whole process um and remind them there's nothing wrong with it too. And Mm. listen to them. Yeah, listen to (laughs) people, just listen and let them figure it out with you. Otherwise, we just like shut down and we're not gonna talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I
1: love that, just listen. Just listen. Because, yeah, you're trying to find middle ground where you can both feel comfortable to work from there, right? Yeah. And (laughs) I, I don't have any experience with being neurodivergent. Um, So it's hard for me to, you know, speak on, but what, what are some, some stereotypes labeled with being neurodivergent?
2: I think, um, a common one for a lot of folks, I definitely can't speak to all of them, but I know that a common one is that we don't know how to socialize at all. that we're really weird when we talk to people and we have a hard time being out in public. And, um, yeah, basically we don't know how to act in the world is a huge stereotype. Um, And that could not be farther from the truth. I think the thing that people are not seeing is that um, we just, again, we're not, we know how to socialize, we know how to talk, we have lots of friendships and relationships that we maintain. We have jobs. We're out in the world. We know how to be. It's just that we may not always act the way that... yeah,
1: act.
2: Yeah, and that people want us to act. Yeah. Like, we're not... Like, you know, for me, um, I have sensory issues. So if there's a lot of loud noises around me, sometimes I need to dip. I need mm-hmm. to go home. And, you know, some people are like, oh, well, you know, like, that's why can't you just deal with it like everyone else? And it's like, because I don't want to. I don't like how it feels, dude. (laughs) Exactly. And so stuff like that. And it's once you kind of act out of this thing, then yeah, you get the stereotype of like, well, you just don't know how to be in this world. And it's like, I do. I've had to learn how to, but sometimes... I'm just gonna deviate like
0: this. Yeah. Maybe
2: the world needs to learn how to
0: also experience different people. Stop saying fucking judging. I respect people's boundaries. Yeah. That's yeah. your boundary so that you can That's enjoy like yourself. the consent t- thing, eh? Hey. Like a-
1: yeah, it's like, no, I don't consent to my ears being smashed no. right now. I just yeah, want to get I go don't home. Home. need
0: that. Just yeah. be like, yeah. Also, you're not causing drama. Yeah, but. You're, like, you're saying, like, this is not for me. You're having a good time and yeah. this is how you're, like, whatever you're doing. But for me, I'm not having a good time because this is an overload.
2: I
1: feel like that's
2: so understandable. Yeah. Like I, that's not a problem. No, you would you would think, but yeah. like even just beyond that, like, you know, if you can't understand instructions, mm. if you need somebody to repeat something to you because you just didn't really get it the first time, people are not used to having to accommodate mm. and accommodations yeah. are so difficult mm. in this society where you're just expected to like you know, the Western culture thing of like, you get it the first time around, you, why should I have to help you with anything? Yeah. Just pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Yeah. And when you go against that, yeah, it's super troubling for people. And it's like, well, it, I mean, not everybody is out here just being able to like, off the bat, get no. things. That's such people a people would do. too. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like yeah. literally everyone has.
2: Everyone needs <laughs> yeah, F- it. Yeah, everyone God. needs
1: it. Yeah. Some
2: people just need a little extra help. Yeah. And that should be. Just in problem. that space. Yeah. Just
1: like, I'm sure I need help finishing a 10K run or something. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. He was that good And he's just like, nah, bro. Nah, ah. you're not good enough. Nah, you Yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly.
0: <laughs> I just feel like that's such a gross way to see anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Sorry, you
1: can saying away from um, the neurodivergent corridor, you you're also a poet. Yeah, I Which am. is beautiful. And we asked prior, prior. if we could hear um, some poetry, because um, pretty much this show is people sharing with us yeah. and us trying to make sense of it mm. for us. Not for you, the audience. You guys make, <laughs> sense, of,
2: oh,
1: you guys make sense of it for yourselves. I don't give what you making <laughs> It's like, we're trying to understand how, how it fits with us, so. Um, we wanted to do a thing with you where you read a poem, um, your poem, and we'll try and make sense of it. Okay. How how we feel about it. Yeah. And what we understand <gasps> we from decided.
2: it. Excited! I'm so <laughs> grateful that you're sharing
1: yes, this. And thank, thank you, you so very much. much. Yeah, yeah, of
2: course. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so um, this piece is called Diaspora, um, and for folks who may not know, Diaspora is um, you when you are born. Uh, and raised or you grow up or live away from your um, native or ancestral homeland, so, okay. Diaspora is flying home, handing your passport to the customs agent and always being seen as foreign. Diaspora is navigating your birthplace of Hawaii, hoping that no one asks you to do the haka, bare your teeth, When they find out that half of you is Māori, diaspora is being too punk rock for one group, too into indigenous activism for another, Mm -hmm. diaspora. Is Hawai'i wondering why you sound like that? Is Aotearoa wondering why you sound like that? It is being more into your Māori culture than cousins who were born into it. It is always being the cousin from Hawai'i and nothing more. It is begging aunties to jimmy their tongues open and share every ounce of language they have left, even if it doesn't make sense to give it to you. It is acknowledgement of fakapapa, people recognizing you are from those that claim this place as kainga ahika of this land, the tangata fenua, but never treating you like one of them. It is having questions about reo, tikanga, directed at the other Maori person at the table. It is being asked the wrong questions every time. It is learning to accept that to some people, your skin will always speak louder than anything else about you. Diaspora is telling yourself you are enough every single day and fighting every second to believe it. It is relearning. Belonging that the dark circles and the hawk nose that your mother gave you are gifts you should have never tried cutting out of you, smoothing, bleaching, leaving out in the cold to pale it is realizing that you more than anyone else must reaffirm your jigsaw, awkward cuts in all shades, te araroa and akarana. Makua and Waikiki here and there, brown and white diaspora is about constantly healing all the hatred you used to save up for yourself. It is a journey towards being okay with being complicated. It is celebrating that your origins, taniko, before they ever straighten, that your blood carries mana knotted so tight you can never break it diaspora, is knowing that no one will ever know fight like you do. Thanks. Wow. Wow.
0: <laughs> hey, like oh
1: that touch a little Yeah <laughs> <laughs> And I had a little bit of it, yeah. Sorry. Not such a great idea. <laughs> that was that was gave me goosebumps. Thank you like so actually. much for sharing. You. You're so passionate and powerful. Oh my god! You speak. You're very so talented. Mildly. You're very smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was like, in my head, I was like, oi, oh, you're so smart." Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Not doing it? You're doing one right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that is.
0: Boy, wow! That is beautiful.
1: That is beautiful and wow, so so powerful to um, like call it out. Mm. You know? Yeah. Call it out of what you've experienced. They. Um, not all Māori um, are useless helpers, but a lot are, like for, uh, and, and more often than not, we're our own worst enemy. Mm. Um, that's that's the th- truest thing I know, is yeah. that, um, you know, besides all the, um, like, politi- politics and justice and bullshit like that, mm. within our culture, we kill it off ourselves oh, yeah. mm. by, by letting ourselves down and letting our whānau down and, not not necessarily pushing them away, but not calling them an either. Yeah. Mm. Um, so thank you.
0: Wow, that was so good. I feel like, um oh my gosh, I'm like my, my tummy's like whoa, my heart was like <laughs> beating <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel that in every way possible. Mm. Like mm. I feel like anyone who, who lives um, away from their homeland would feel that in every way. Yeah. Whether you come from the Pacific, whether you come from Asia, mm. Africa, yeah. like anyone who lives away from, as you said, your ancient homeland, like, or your ancestral homeland, sorry, mm. it's it's something that you would feel. And I think like that's the beauty of poetry, mm. um, is that it it kind of like uses your words, but you also kind of paint a picture. Like I felt like I was like envisioning it while mm. you were talking, um, and that's like the power of poetry. It's like yeah. whatever way it kind of fits, you can feel it in every way possible. Not to digress, but I've been I I love Audre Lorde, who is like yes, oh, it's okay for someone yes. who knows someone. I don't <laughs> you? Yeah. Um. And I'm 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 moving away. Um. Like I'm moving countries next week, and I've been packing my books down, and I stumbled across Sister Outsider. I don't know if you've mm. read Sister Outsider. Um. Audre Lorde is an incredible poet and writer. Okay. And she wrote this book called Sister Outsider, which is kind of like an anthology. So like a collection of essays and stories. And one of her chapters is Poetry is No Luxury. Yep. Um, oh, my God. Like my favorite chapter of all time. And she talks a lot about how like poetry is no luxury. But more so, it's like about that we as people just like have a, have a way of like being able to connect to ourselves and connect to other people. And most importantly, finding ways to communicate that through throughout ourselves mm. um, and I feel like that's the beauty of poetry it's so healing it's so cathartic um, mm. and it can be used for so many different things and I wonder if like has that been so helpful for you you know kind of making sense of being neurodivergent neuro- but also being Maori and these intersections that often overlap in so mm. many different ways
2: oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean especially because like I have um My OCD makes it so that, like, talking and yeah, like, so, like, I can socialize, obviously, but like, sometimes that can be difficult. And sometimes even explaining things can be quite hard because Mm. of all the anxieties going on. Mm. Whereas, poetry, since I found it when I was a teenager, has remained the one constant way I'm able to get everything out and I'm able to communicate everything I need to uninhibited um without you know any sort of social restrictions or anything Mm. and even if there are in poetry i don't care about them Mm. it's the venue where i'm able to (coughs) really figure everything out that i need to Mm. and talk to people the way that i need to talk to them that's what poetry has been for me Mm. for 13 years yeah oh
1: i love that that's beautiful that's
2: that's bars and bars (laughs) and bars
1: (laughs) Like, yeah, you just have a real unique safe space.
2: Yeah. I'm really fortunate yeah. to have poetry, like, more than anything. It's another sure. home, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Here in poetry.
0: Yeah. Aren't yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all just looking for belonging, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like we're always looking for a sense of, of self and belonging and where we feel our most worth and joy. And I know, you know, when you're like talking to someone, you're just like, I feel so like, just, I'm so comfortable right now. Yeah, I feel so comfortable with you. Yeah, no, see, yeah. yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, I love This is it. legit. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. This. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because I feel like like that was such a cool thing that Tahu did, like about asking for you to share your poetry mm. and you feeling like comfortable enough to share it. Because I feel like that's another way people can communicate if they feel like they can't communicate in mainstream whatever ways, yeah. you know. So like finding ways that work for you and finding a home for you mm. to be heard and be seen. But mostly so people see that you're a human. Yeah, Like you're not this person that people think in their heads because of all the things they see on social media or on, on statistics or, me- or, or just news in general or like film and television. Like you're a real person with real experiences mm. and it's just, we've all got different experiences. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's just so much to your identity. Yeah, this- Neurodivision, Māori, poet, like, Elite. I'm just one. <laughs> I'm just Māori. just maori i do not know what oh, I was. Yeah, I'm yeah, a oh, listener, poet yeah, yes. oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did get into poetry. That was really inspiring. That was beautiful. Yes. It was actually really inspiring because you are so talented and the way you delivered it was so strong. Thank you. And I felt like I really understood it. Mm. Like, I didn't have to, like... You know, it wasn't too much breaking it down. Sometimes I listen to poetry and I'm like, the fuck did you just say? Exactly.
0: Like, <laughs>
2: what do you like, mean? It's way
1: too deep. Yeah, like the grass is green, but not actually green because it's purple. I'm like, <laughs>
2: yeah, fuck, that- it's
1: green. I'm
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see it. I know it's green. But
1: obviously, you just need to do some deeper diving into poetry.
0: Oh well, no, maybe it's just not for you.
1: Let me have a chance at it. <laughs>
0: Poetry's not for you, like, as in yeah, like, right. and, and their type of, yeah, like when style. this poetry is, is, I felt it, you mm. felt it, so it's for us. Yeah. Like, even though we're not neurodivergent, like, I understand you, but it's also, not, it's about being in di- the diaspora, which mm. I feel like is Māori Bus speaker, more so Māori, you will understand what that feels like. Mm. Yeah. Um. Before we started filming, we spoke a little bit about being Māori, mm. and you dropped some gems. Mm. Um. I don't know if you recall what we were chatting about. But just like your experience of living in Hawaii and like what that felt like for you coming over to Aotearoa and like finding a sense of home here. Like what was that transition period like for you?
2: Oh, I mean, it took a long time for me to to make the hiding out back home, to make the like permanent one back home. Um, but yeah, I think um, it's one that took a little bit, but it's one that, um has probably been one of the most fulfilling and one of the most kind of no-brainer things I've done in my Mm. life which is pretty intense I I mean which is interesting to say because it's like a full-on kind of cultural shift in in ways but um moving here and coming back home and being with my whanau and like trying to re-engage in tiao maori um has just made sense Mm. completely more than uh, like poetry and tia (laughs) maori have made the most sense um and the deeper i you know get into it and the more i reconnect um the more natural it feels the more Mm. yeah i just keep getting more into Uh -uh. making sense that this is where i need to be um definitely emotional a uh, little bit crying right now um thinking about it but mm. just really yeah just like this is where i was supposed to be i don't know if that made sense no that so
0: <laughs> makes sense i am um, I'm moving to Tonga next month, next week. Literally, oh, wow. I leave on Thursday. Oh. And I'm living there for a year, and that's my she's homeland. asking for
1: advice. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> How did
0: what you do it? Like no, but like when you said it just feels right, like mm. I was called to it. It just feels like I have no answer. Everyone's like, so what are you doing? Why, why are you going there? Wait. I'm like, it just feels right. Yeah. I'm supposed to be there. I don't have any other, I can't explain it to you. All I know mm. is... I, I know I'm supposed to be there. There's no other place I should be right now mm-hmm. than on that land. You just follow that. A, just, right? It's like yeah. a calling. It's like, we call it the buanga, which is like our ancestors. Like, obviously, Maori say it's super na, but like, I just feel like my the buanga is like, bitch, yeah. where the fuck are you? Yeah, let's <laughs> go. Yeah. <laughs> why, are
1: you,
0: why are you over there for? Yeah. What's going on? Like, I so feel that. So hard. Yeah.
2: Me. Mm. <laughs>
1: oh <laughs> oh Motokuwaananga.
0: Wait, question. Just another question.
2: <laughs> no. Okay. Wait, one
0: more question. So, you know, being Maori and being neurodivergent, do you feel like there's a space for Maori for Maori when we're talking about new, being neurodivergent? Because I often feel like it's a very whitewashed space, which I feel like isn't everything, unfortunately. But like, is there much of a community for Maori who are neurodivergent, or are there spaces for Maori who are neurodivergent? <clears throat>
2: i'm not gonna lie i i'm not sure um i mean i have friends who are maori who are neurodivergent Uh. and we create spaces with each other obviously and i know that um like terms have come out where like um we have real words for like autism and um for adhd and things like that so like there's language and there's that's being created around that stuff um and i know there's a lot of maori um, mental health practitioners who are um trying to come through and learn more about it and uh also incorporate like tiao maori into that as well um but like i personally don't know of any like spaces or i haven't found them yet oh, yeah. i'm sure they're out there um but yeah i'm looking for them so oh, yeah. if anybody knows Because I I wonder what that would look like.
1: A a traditional Māori view (laughs) on it, because Māori had society too, um, the people who were um, neurodivergent in that society or um, not a part of the normal of that society Mm. were the Mm. Mm.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah. Those who, that's who we (coughs) regarded. You know, people who like schizophrenics, they wouldn't have been schizophrenic back then. They would have just been matakite. Yep. Mm. They would have just seen what everybody else isn't seeing mm. So, yeah, I think if we go back to uh, indigenous and re- you know, decolonize avocado around uh, Absolutely Then you'll start to see the tohunga status in yeah. that mm-hmm. ahua, and that hanga I
0: love
1: that Yeah, tohunga mm. is a good gripper for it Yeah,
0: that, that is a really good
1: one True. If you want to claim to be a tohunga <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, after that poem, <laughs> I think you should! Yeah, bro. <laughs>
2: chill but you know thank you
1: <laughs> but yeah that's that's how i see that mm. because those were the not normal mm. yeah with the people we had at the top it's, the it's people. so respected yeah so loved yeah
2: so treasured and so utilized yeah yeah right? and like definitely that's kind of like you know the way neurodiv yeah neurodivergent is like you're not normal but like you don't necessarily deserve to be treated like in this lesser way like mm. you're just or normal you're just not acting in this way here, Yeah. but like you have other things you can do, you have your own strengths, mm. and that should be honored and respected Absolutely. and celebrated. Absolutely, yeah. Period. Yeah. Yep.
1: Gifted, full stop, period.
0: <laughs> Gifted, mm. period, full stop, Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's it. <laughs> full stop, <slave. laughs> Okay. Yes. Oh my God, I'm like,
1: this is so good. Yeah, stop, no okay, more questions. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> shut up, shut up. We need to rip up. It up there. Um, for any whanau um, who haven't been part of the community, do you have a community you're part of at the moment? doesn't have to be Māori. Um, neurodivergent help and Aotearoa that you've gone to?
2: Um, No.
1: <laughs> poetry, I come just, down to the poetry.
2: Poetry, um, Action Ed puts on <laughs> events. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaffa puts on amazing things as well. Uh, come to Poetry Slams, you will hear amazing stories and yeah. meet cool people. Do yeah. you have any,
0: like a place that people can come and check you out
2: if they want to check you out? Um, I have an Instagram. And yeah. I Drop have it. a little link tree on it. Yeah, um, period. Yeah, my Instagram is um, hipstahfuck. So that's H I P S T A H. F-A-W-K. T-A-H, hipstar. Hipstar star. Yeah. Didn't
1: want to go with F-A-H-K. Yeah, no,
2: fuck. I was 18 yeah. strong and... Strong in the fuck. Yeah. Strong, strong in the, the fuck, fuck,
0: yeah.
2: Anywhere everywhere
1: possible, they should be strong for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: if
2: you want
1: to be strong somewhere, <laughs> yeah be in the yeah. fuck. Yeah, be strong in, yeah, in the fuck. <laughs> Wait, she's not saying fuck.
2: fuck. What'd she say? Fuck. Hipstar fuck. Well, yeah. She's saying fuck. It's
1: a fork, yeah. Oh, is your last name fork?
2: No, my last name's Simmons,
1: but. Oh my god, I thought it was fuck. Fuck bro, I was going fucking. I <laughs> thought it was Fuck! F-A-W-T-F-C-F-C-F-J F-A-W you need to be god. strong with the fuck. <laughs> <forever>. <laughs> Off with the fairies, man. You, you took me there. You took <laughs> That's all we have time for today man But like What's maybe the- you should change it. Or- no. <laughs> but maybe you should think about how how you say that? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I no, you're right. I'm responsibility sorry. Responsibility for, it. but also that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Shut up! We're finishing. Can't keep down all on the next episode of Under the Faruki. It's been a blast.
2: <laughs> Later. Later.